This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before, where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. Sound the gifting panic alarm. We've all been there. You need to find the perfect gift. You have absolutely zero ideas and you don't know where to start. Relax. Now you can use gift mode on Etsy. Gift Mode takes the stress out of gifting, so you can find the perfect item for anyone and any occasion. Just answer a few short questions about who you're shopping for and what they like, and Gift Mode gives you curated gift ideas based on hundreds of personas. Imagine pages of artisan espresso mugs for the coffee connoisseur in your life. Or for the pickleballer, customized paddle covers in every shade imaginable. Etsy's got you covered. Need to find the perfect gift? Don't panic. Try Gift Mode on Etsy now. Early voting surge. You want your vote to count, I think you need to come in person. Court nominee faces hours of questions. I'm not here on a mission to destroy the Affordable Care Act. Another vaccine trial halted. Safety concerns are being investigated very thoroughly. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan. With the CBS World News Roundup, turnout has been off the charts. Lines have been long. Wait times have stretched into hours in many places where there's been early voting in the presidential election. That process is opening up today in three more states, Kansas, Rhode Island, and Tennessee. CBS's Omar Villafranca has been talking to early voters in Texas. This is probably the most important election I've ever been a part of, and I want to know that my vote's going to be counted. In Travis County, where the city of Austin is, officials say 97% of eligible voters have registered, compared with an average of about 67% nationwide. In Harris County, more than 128,000 voted early, smashing the old record of 68,000. But a federal appeals court sided with Republican Governor Greg Abbott to limit the number of drop-off locations to one per county. You're my first call. Famous faces like Oprah Winfrey were busy urging Texans to get out and vote. President Trump campaigned yesterday in Pennsylvania. Joe Biden was in Florida. CBS's Ben Tracy has the latest on the race. At a rally in Johnstown, Pennsylvania last night, President Trump tried to make up lost ground with suburban voters. Suburban women, will you please like me? I saved your damn neighborhood, okay? And seniors, who recent polls show back former Vice President Joe Biden by a wide margin. Biden's agenda would be a catastrophe for seniors. The only senior that Donald Trump cares about is senior Donald Trump. Biden laid out his vision for America's seniors and called President Trump's plan to use Medicare dollars to send out prescription drug cash cards an election year gimmick. He thinks that he can take the money out of your pocket with one hand and put it back with his name stamped on it on the other hand. It's another day of questions today for Amy Coney Barrett, President Trump's Supreme Court nominee 
As we hear from CBS's Nancy Cordes, yesterday's Senate session lasted into the night. Democrats tried unsuccessfully to pin Barrett down on issues like abortion. Are you willing to say that Roe was correctly decided? It's inconsistent with the duties of a sitting judge to take positions on cases that the court has decided in the past. Louisiana Republican John Kennedy argued that judges' personal views are irrelevant because they take an oath. Are you going to uh, take that oath and affirm it if you're confirmed? Yes. You're not lying. I'm not lying. Oaths are serious to me. There were some tense moments after Barrett declined to say whether she agreed with the court's decision legalizing same-sex marriage. I have never discriminated on the basis of sexual preference. Hawaii Senator Maisie Hirono. Sexual preference is an offensive and outdated term. I certainly didn't mean to use a term that would cause any offense in the LGBTQ community. So if... I did. I greatly apologize for that. A ruling from the high court will allow the Trump administration to end census field operations early. CBS's Stephen Portnoy. Census officials insist at least 99% of U.S. households have already been counted. The Supreme Court has now set aside an appeals court order that required census takers to continue their work through the end of this month. In dissent, Justice Sonia Sotomayor warns the court's ruling could leave hundreds of thousands out. For the second time in just days, a major drug maker has paused a COVID-19 vaccine trial. First, it was Johnson & Johnson, now Eli Lilly. Here's CBS's Adriana Diaz. The National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases said the Eli Lilly trial was halted following a recommendation from the Independent Data and Safety Monitoring Board and that the trial will be on hold until October 26th at the earliest. CBS News medical contributor Dr. David Agus says these types of pauses are routine. The public should look and say, oh, this is amazing that they're really taking every safety issue to heart and looking deeply before restarting the trial. Dr. Deborah Burks of the White House Coronavirus Task Force is telling Americans to be prepared to adapt upcoming gatherings like Thanksgiving to the realities of the pandemic. Virginia's governor says he will not work under a cloud of intimidation. There is no imminent danger to me or my family, and I'm continuing my work for the Commonwealth. An FBI agent said yesterday Ralph Northam was talked about as a possible target by the men accused in the plot to kidnap Michigan's governor. Northam blamed rhetoric from Washington for inflaming far-right opponents. Attorneys for the men say they never planned on carrying anything out. The Washington Post reports the prosecutor hired by Attorney General Barr to review whether Obama officials improperly redacted the names of people in intelligence documents has found no major wrongdoing and recommended no criminal charges. Now to Anchorage, Alaska, where a crowd at a city meeting welcomed the resignation of the mayor. Ethan Berkowitz stepping down just days after a local TV anchor woman threatened to report he had posted nude photos of himself on a website. Berkowitz denied her allegations but admitted having an inappropriate relationship with her. The woman lost her job and faces criminal charges. The U.S. military has taken action three months after an offshore tragedy. CBS's Cami McCormick. A statement says Lieutenant Colonel Michael Regner was relieved due to a loss of trust and confidence in his ability to command. He was in charge of a team that was conducting exercises in July. Their amphibious assault vehicle sank off San Clemente Island. Nine people were killed. The military is still investigating what caused the vehicle to sink. Scientists report Australia's Great Barrier Reef has lost more than half of its coral over the last three decades. The analysis says unusually warm ocean temperatures 
have affected coral of all sizes and kinds. Actress Conchata Farrell has died. I'm guessing he either robbed a liquor store or killed a drifter. She was Berta the housekeeper on CBS's Two and a Half Men, trading barbs with Charlie Sheen. Most of her work was on TV, but there were movie roles, too. We have the real thing right here, the mystic pizza. Farrell was 77. Her publicist says she died at an L.A. hospital after cardiac arrest. The pandemic has affected action in criminal courts, but as we hear from CBS's Peter King, one Florida courthouse is taking some new steps. You can forget crowded jury boxes. This jury box would usually have 14 seats in it. Orange County Chief Judge Donald Myers says in the COVID-19 era, that's too many people too close to each other, so only cases requiring six jurors will be heard. That means more serious cases like first-degree murder will be on hold for now. Jurors will wear clear masks. We want to see their facial expressions. I want to know how strongly do you feel about an issue. Jury pools will also be smaller as trials resume later this month. Peter King, CBS News, Orlando. The NFL will begin testing for COVID-19 on game days beginning this weekend. Other new protocols are being taken too, but unlike other sports, there are no plans to play games in a bubble. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money, and maybe more importantly, on your life. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app. For more than two centuries, the White House has been the stage for some of the most dramatic scenes in American history. Inspired by the hit podcast American History Tellers, Wondery and William Morrow present the new book, The Hidden History of the White House. Each chapter will bring you inside the fierce power struggles, the world-altering decisions, and shocking scandals that have shaped our nation. You'll be there when the very foundations of the White House are laid in 1792, and you'll watch as the British burn it down in 1814. Then you'll hear the intimate conversations between FDR and Winston Churchill as they make plans to defeat Nazi forces in 1941. And you'll be in the Situation Room when President Barack Obama approves the raid to bring down the most infamous terrorist in American history. Pre-order The Hidden History of the White House now in hardcover or digital editions wherever you get your books. Nancy's love story could have been ripped right out of the pages of one of her own novels. She was a romance mystery writer who happens to be married to a chef. But this story didn't end with a happily ever after. When I stepped into the kitchen, I could see that Chef Brophy was on the ground and I heard somebody say, call 911. As writers, we'd written our share of murder mysteries. So when suspicion turned to Dan's wife, Nancy, we weren't that surprised. The first person they look at would be the spouse. We understand that's usually the way they do it. But we began to wonder, Had Nancy gotten so wrapped up in her own novels... There are murders in all of the books. ...that she was playing them out in real life? You can listen to Happily Never After, Dan and Nancy, early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts.